God, you're gonna be so fucking fired up. You're gonna be so goddamn trippy this week. You know. You fucking gassed up this week, Ray. You fucking jerk. You're just such a jerk. You're just such a nimkampoop jerk. Little dillweed. Such a fucking dillweed. I like that word. Thank you. Welcome. You can use that later. Thank you. Using the text chain on me, though, I'm gonna be gassed up again. Uh, speaking of gassed up, what do you say we start the show? Get it? Uh, some of my sports show. We do uh, New England sports, latest and greatest. A couple laughs in between. We're going to do some opening takes to start the show, as we always do. Allow me to start. Uh, I'm getting a little bit fucking tired of the goddamn negativity surrounding this town and their sports. Now, it's always been negative, but this comes from a different place. This this doesn't come from a lovable loser, downtrodden, just losing deep down in your, the bottom of your gut, coming out, seeping out of your pores, like the late '90s Red Sox, or for you old hats, the '70s Red Sox or uh, the '80s Patriots. No, this this is coming from a place of uh, of entitlement because of the last 20 years of people not paying attention to teams because they're not in, in contention for championships or not. Uh, or taking for granted 10 wins from a football team in a 17-game season and thinking that it's just fucking bullshit and they suck now, or uh, a Celtics team that doesn't is not good enough because they've been to five conference finals. I'm just getting real fucking tired of the entitlement uh, of these uh, goddamn uh, sissy New England sports fans. There needs to be a little bit more homerism uh, back in this program. It, it can't come from me, Raymond. I am the most negative, uh, angry person that, you know, it has to come from you. You've always been the stupid, lovable, uh, chunky Homer. And right now, your stupid, entitled, negative attitude is really pissing me off. It's really gassing me up. Raymond, your opening take. Thank you there, Richard. Uh, Please as follow we all know, the uh, email. Yes, I'm a Homer, and I think that the Patriots are going to the AFC Championship game this year. They're going to be the AFC Super Bowl representative. The Celtics will be raising Banner 18. Uh, somehow the Red Sox, I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to make the playoffs, even though they're three games out now after losing to the Nationals, and they're going to sweep the Yankees, and they're just going to have a tremendous 10-game run series. Bruins, they just look like a dumpster fire, but nay, nay, they're going to be a one seed again because they have a great coach behind the bench and they have great goaltenders out there because they're paying $10 million for two fucking goals. pathetic. It's pathetic. So contrived. So contrived. Put on a hat for me one time, Ray. Put on a goddamn hat for me one time and contribute to this goddamn podcast. Don't, don't just throw out your contrived little fucking monologue there because I asked you to be a homer. Ugh, so gassed up right now. Bobby, please follow the email. Absolutely. So by all accounts today, the Patriots came back and God had damn it, Bobby. as a dominant performance against the Packers. I don't know if you heard this, but it was dominant. So in true Homer fashion, I am I am all in. All in on the Patriots. Thank Until you. I heard Tom Curran's report on it, which he said. They were like a media. They they got back to zero. They were a mediocre team trying to be good, which is what they are. And that is fine, Richard. That's fine because I don't expect them to be great anymore. I don't. That is what they are. They are going to be a competitive team and I'm okay to be here and sit there and watch it. Thank you. I'm Thank okay you, Bobby. Ray, can you pick up Bobby's opening take just so we can have a little bit of cohesiveness? Maybe wear one hat for me right now. The Homer Simpson one? 
And I actually did go through, I probably spent about 15 minutes about how to have a Homer Simpson take. I, I watched some Simpsons on my phone and it would just, for me to get there, for me to enjoy the take, I couldn't get there in a way that I would enjoy It would have it. felt contrived. Yeah. Yeah. See? I, I, had I really take, thought about but... doing was singing the Mr. Plow song. Mr. Plow, <laughs> that's my name. My name again my is, name Mr. is Mr. Plow. Or wait, <laughs> my baloney has a first name. It's H O M E R. My baloney has a second name. It's H O M E R. <laughs> there we go. Good job, Ray. Brought it all the way back around. Now, Ray, are you uh, enjoying a cocktail tonight? You seem a little sleepy. Did you put do a little a couple gummies? Nope. And is this another uh, sleep shirt? No, this is, is nice golf over. Thing. Are you still playing golf? Yeah, but it's on Wednesdays. Remember, I shot a very uh, nice round. See, we need to get you on Wednesdays. Wednesdays, you're you're much more enjoyable, more feisty on Wednesday. You're being so mean to me golf. all day. Oh no, you've been yeah. so mean. Yeah, I send you one thing, and you get very upset, and then you so fucking, fucking call me so narcissistic. Oh, you fucking! I did gay. not say narcissistic. I called you a bigot. Oh, bigot! That was it. Bigot. <laughs> it's not my fault. You don't know the difference between the two words. <laughs> All right. uh, they're very different speaking of bigotry let's talk about the rundown uh the training camp uh training camp diary coming out of a patriots training camp up there in green bay up there in green bay uh up there yeah uh day, we're gonna day. be talking about what the latest uh going on a training camp for the patriots and tom curran's reports of mediocrity we can get into that uh although the latest i read from him was beyond was better than mediocrity he was, he was pretty high on them everyone's been pretty high on them after today good day from camp um Top five, I've uh, been looking to do this, finding the time to do this. Top five position groups. This is our top five segment, and we're going to do the uh, top five position groups of the Patriots and sequentially the bottom five, which will definitely be more fun. Uh, where will Mac Jones land there, Ray? We shall find out. Uh, Krejci retires, another Bruin legend. Uh, this is hockey, Bobby. Just keep up. Uh, we'll switch over to basketball at one point. Porzingis porked. We got a Porzingis update. Out of Latvia, it doesn't sound good. Uh, simple minds save sports. Now, this one, Ray, is for you. Hell yes. We're going to talk about the transgender movement in sports, and we're going to save <laughs> sports with it. Ray, you're excited for that, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, simple minds of the week, of course. Please don't let me forget about the Oscar-winning simple minds of the week that I forgot to put in this email. If you remember what that is, uh, football story. Happened to have a left tackle involved. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't want you to be blindsided by it. God, there you go. Well well done. done. Well done, Raymond. Welcome to Sim My Sports Show, Friday Rewind, August 18th. Welcome to the show. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, eh, great. Uh, if you're listening on your uh, favorite podcast venue, uh, whether it be iTunes platform, thing, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, we're the uh, number I'm one New England sports radio show. Wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends, and always tell your mothers. And tell them about Shanky Golf. It almost feels dirty not talking about this without uh, your clown cum shirt or your chitty's hat or... Um, are you wearing like boxes or anything, Ray? Or have you switched over your wife beaters to Shanky Golf? Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> he is. <laughs> that Not <in> <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> that was unexpected, but as cool as the other side of the pillow. <laughs> I'm not wearing any undies. No hesitation. Is, you you have certainly done that in such a cool, calm manner before. There was no hitch in your game. Yeah. yeah. The bottom half of you is so much better than the top. Once you get past the FUPA... <laughs> I, the, the, I, I just, the, the middle backside, is the worst. The middle the is untenable. When he turned yeah. and I saw the middle, I was, I hated it. So. Yeah, yeah, it made me feel sad. Um, so it, what makes that better is when you're wearing some of the Shanky Golf gear. Really, it really tightens you up. It really makes you look great. I know this is very, very loose. Time, yeah, the DK DKOG is just, you know, it's already getting to his head. You can so see. He it. is the DK. He is the DK. Uh, if you're not the DK and you want to be, go to shankitgolf.com, get 15% off all of your orders uh, with the promo code Simple Minds. That's shankitgolf.com for some of the uh, hottest golf gear. Uh, the season is still going strong, uh, so go check that out. Let's get into some training camp diaries from the Patriots up there in Green Bay. Week three, training camp um, winding down here. It'll be over before we know it. Regular season is just around the corner. Uh, but before we get there, let's touch on some of the key points over the last week since last we spoke. Uh, the biggest one before we get to today's practice with the with the Packers, uh, Patriots go out there and get themselves a backup running back. The splash we've all been waiting for all offseason. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Elliott is a New England Patriot. Uh, originally reported from Schefter up to $6 million um, in the deal, which is still true. But I sent you guys that report today. He signed for fucking nothing. I think it was like a 1.5, like a, it, the million dollar signing bonus was accurate, but his base pay is like 1.5. He's got, um, as long as he doesn't get hurt before the season, I think he gets that. If he doesn't get it, then he gets the million. Oh, yeah. you might, yeah, you might be right. Either way, there's like, yeah. there's like $2 million of guaranteed money in this thing. And then the rest of it is, um, uh, of base, snap, of base, snap bonuses, uh, uh, percentage of play. So him getting to 6 million is, this is a very classic Patriots, uh, contract, Bobby. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to touch on the contract, feel free, but I think more importantly, this goes to my opening take the negativity surrounding this fucking signing. I get it. It's a backup running back, but let me tell you something. Zeke Elliott's going to be good for you. Zeke Elliott's a good player for the New England Patriots in the position that they're at. He's not probably the number one thing they need. Certainly, I understand that. But the dude's 28. He's a former top running back in the league. He's got a little bit left. He fills a hole. He fills a need for what they need, and they got him for dirt cheap. What the fuck's wrong with that? Yeah, I agree. I don't quite fully understand what the utter like disdain for this is, like they're not doing it. I mean, the Patriots are... The, the Patriots are going to use Zeke up and throw him in the garbage, basically. Watch Zeke. Zeke is going to do every hard yard. He's going to, if there's a first down run to be had, it's going to be Zeke. Zeke's going to get run into the ground in the first half. And then Ramondre is going to come in in the third and fourth quarter as this big back that's going to be fresh to run through the defense. That's what their plan was to do with Damian Harris. He just got hurt. And Z Z can fill a role. He's a, he's a good player. And then if now theoretically they'll have three backs probably on game day, if Ty Montgomery could ever get his ass on the field, it'll be him. Otherwise it'll be Pierre strong. We've just probably seen the end of Kevin Harris and that's fine. Maybe, maybe not. I bet you Kevin Harris sticks around the practice squad. He'll see yeah, that's possible. snaps. Pierre strong's hurt. Ty Montgomery will be hurt. JJ Taylor is not going to see this field. So yeah, he's, he's there for uh, a load. 
And I agree with you. You know, a lot is being made of Zeke Elliott in that short yardage role. Uh, Ramondre yep. Stevenson, for as big as he is, uh, did not do very well in, in that role last year. So yep. um, you're going to see him. He's really uh, a big, a big like third down back is really what he is. Or just a third down back in general. We know he can catch yep. out of the backfield. We know that he's Raymond great in protection, which is something that you've been very big on in this text chain. Which <laughs> Just kind of yes, made me laugh. Know. Just fucking nerding out. And who they get now? What's he? What? Hold on. What's his pass protection like? What's his pass protection? Like? <laughs> it is great. He's one of the best pass protecting uh, running backs in the NFL. So go on. Like get him. some stats to back that up, there, Doctor. I do. I he, I believe he finished in the top ten in the last three years <laughs> in pass protection as running back. So he's very good at it. Obviously, the right side is a weak point for us right now. Uh, again, with Bobby's point, the short down situations. He was on the goal line in uh, training camp today, running it in all uh, a few times in the red zone today. So he is going to be that back when he gets into the red zone. It's going to be Zeke time. The only thing he does cock block is Ramondre Stevenson's fantasy value. Consider yeah, it blocked. That's, and that's uh, that's that's important. No, you're going to see a lot of Zeke Elliott. You, the Patriots have run a two-back system since, uh, I don't know, you want to go back. To, I mean, shit, Kevin Falk and – you know, whoever else they put in there. I think Corey, Corey Dillon. Dillon I think Cor- no, I think Corey Dillon was the last feature back that they had. That was he was like really exclusive. the only uh... maybe Maroney. Like they didn't really have a running yeah. game in 07. But um yeah. but since then, I mean the Shane Vereen, Ridley, um, James White, James White, and you know, they had the Woodhead role. So they've they for the they 18th a... Super Bowl, it kind of just was Sony Michelle. But then I think that was yeah. and he retired already, rest in peace. Yeah. I don't know if that was by plan. It just happened. You're just going to see, I think uh, Elliot and Stevenson have some similar uh, crossover skill sets. You're just going to see them both play um, a lot. I don't know who said who said it in a text exchange. I don't know if it was you or Bill, but basically Ramondre died at the end of last year. Like they were run, 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 run heavy. And he just, you could tell he was gassed. So this will be he had 279 touches last year between pass catches and, and runs. Yeah, um, they just ran him into the ground. Yeah, it's just not the modern day running back just doesn't do that anymore. So, and the best part too, before you go any further, Zeke's going on that one year deal, so it's another proven deal that he's trying to get for the next year. So you will see a yeah. lot of him trying his ass off to try to get that next deal yeah. because if he can't, if he looks like he fails, he's done. So he's pretty much playing for his next contract. <laughs> and the Patriots don't love him, and they're going to treat him as such. Yeah, <laughs> it's a classic Patriots move. Uh, they they get a lot of they get generally get production out of these guys. He'll get hurt like week eleven or something. Um, then you'll see, or Pierre they'll sit him out so he doesn't get that money with the sixty yeah, percent. Uh, <laughs> you got to be a Zeke guy, right? Did wasn't Zeke? Didn't Zeke get in trouble for grabbing some tatas uh, in New Orleans or Dallas? Uh, when he Who has grabbed some tatas? Yeah, then he New like Orleans. then he like ran to Cabo, like it was his problems were gonna go away. Yeah, he was like <laughs> drunk, on, <laughs> all drunk, just hand, just fucking idle handling, grabbing some tatas around. New Orleans is like my adult Disney World. Zeke's, yeah, it's just Zeke's, the time of your life. Zeke's your guy, right? <laughs> Uh, Zeke's your guy. Here's, uh, I don't know whose guy this is. Mike Gesicki, um, went down early in the week, Monday, maybe, uh, with a shoulder injury after catching the ball. Uh, it initially sounded like it was real bad. Um, I heard six to eight weeks initially, and then they came back with, he'll be ready for week one. This guy does not strike me as a tough it out, tough as nails type of dude. Um, he's been hurt in the past, but he's also incredibly important to what, is going to be certainly an extremely thin offense, but a mediocre offense. I'll, even I'll admit that with the Mac captaincy on my chest, um, they're going to re- be reliant on throwing the ball within 10 to 12 yards. And that means two tight end sets. That's the Billy O'Brien special. 
right now, they currently have two tight ends on the roster that can do that uh, or do anything. And Mike Kosicki going down would be massive. Either one of them going down would be massive in the bad way. What is the, what was the, it was like a minor separated shoulder or dislocated shoulder or something like that. What, what was the final diagnosis? Completely separated. He had, he it basically was? just separated his shoulder, but it, it just, it came out and then it went back in with no ligament damage. It was my understanding. Well, that was, now, they did call it minor, but that was what people were like, how do you have a minor separation? Like, I don't understand that either. That's why I think I it's, open to what I think it's if that's, there's no ligament, damage. like there's no actual damage. They call that the Troy photo. You know, it just pops it out, <laughs> it pops it right back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he handled it fine. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Why a... can't Gasicki? Hold on, hold on, Gasicki. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> pussy. Troy Photo as a seventeen-year-old got an ambulance driver to turn around back to the gym so he could finish off the fourth quarter after popping his shoulder back in. Okay, exactly. So, suck it up, Gasicki. Yeah, that guy had greyhounds. He was obviously a sissy, and he handled it. Yeah, pussy. <laughs> um, th- being that being said, with the uh offensive roster being so thin specifically at the uh, skilled positions, but really everywhere, the offensive line. I asked dear diary, uh, why did bill spend those first three picks on defense when he desperately needed offensive tackle help, tight end help, wide receiver help, all of which were available with high profile targets in the, in that range. Um, the lack of, I, and I, and I say this to you, the lack of depth on this offense will be more fatal than the lack of weapons. If everyone stays healthy all year, They'll be a top 10 offense statistically, whatever that means for wins and losses. I don't know, but they'll be fine. They'll be okay. <laughs> if they're, one of their tight end goes down or a tackle goes down or, uh, or Juju Smith Brown goes like down, shit. they're fucked. They got nobody to step up mm-hmm. wide receiver less. So because they're so mediocre across the board, but if your tackles go down and your tight ends go down, you're screwed. What would be the biggest blemish for Bill Belichick right now? If one of their tackles goes down and you traded out of that 14th pick and Broderick Jones was right there on your lap and he looks like a fucking Pro Bowl type player or a, a legit 10-year uh, career guy in the NFL with the Steelers, yeah, that's going to be a big blemish on Belichick's uh, resume right now. Eh, what if Christian goes, Gonzalez goes uh, Yeah, I say I can't, I can't. If Christian Gonzalez is good, you can't, you know, as long as the player you get's good. It's your top three positions in the NFL right now. It's quarterback, cornerback, and left tackle, yeah. right? So... I don't know. Uh, yeah, if Christian Gonzalez goes out to I mean, stud, then that's that's tough. But they had the other Jones kid in the second round right there, and then they had a couple tight ends around that same area. Yeah. They, yep. they absolutely could have got. And you know, uh, uh, White, Dion White. That's uh, no, not Dion. It's uh, Keon. Keon. Thank you. Keon White is having a monster training camp as a rookie. Yes. Uh, but he's a fucking depth piece. They have three guys between Dietrich Wise, Lawrence yeah. Guy. You know, they have guys <laughs> that can play there. It wasn't a need. If we're talking uh, the first you go, three picks. Go ahead, Bobby. My beef is with Mapu. Now, again, he's having, you know, he's the next best fucking thing according to camp. But okay, obviously, you take Christian Gonzalez. That's fine. I'm, I can live with a defensive end uh, in the second round based off of their track record of second round picks anyway. At least it appears he can play. But to take a, a third round, like, small school guy from Sacramento state as a, like a developmental linebacker, I think that's where they could have drafted a receiver or a tight end to for depth. Raymond. No, yeah, the whole way they went on defense the whole time when you don't have a star wide receiver when Jackson, uh, Nick Big, what is his name? Jackson 
Jackson Smith and Jigba. Jibu. Yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to try to. No, yeah, I was very careful on that. But yeah, he was there. You could have got him from Ohio State. I mean, there's so many talented people out. This was a loaded college uh, draft right now, so I don't know why they didn't go out and get the needs they needed, like a tight end or a wide receiver offensive tackle. Defense was already locked up. They already had the pieces they needed on defense. We saw it last year. Here's all I'll say to this, and this is a developing uh, opinion of mine, and I'll I'll play the devil's advocate because I think they should have taken an offensive tackle at least, okay? Oh, yeah. For the same reason I'm about to say. But with the recent draft picks, including last year and the year before, Including Mapu, which I'm, I'm I disagree with you on that, Bobby. I they needed speed in that part of the field. I like that pick better than the other two picks. Crystal Gonzalez, you know, obviously the talent, but and regardless, if there's any semblance of a future for this team, it's in the young core of defense that's been developed through high draft picks from Bill mm-hmm. Belichick. And if you're going to develop a team and build, and we're going to shit on Belichick for all of his missed draft picks. Tyquan Thornton looking to be the latest offensive bust, then fucking a like go spend your go spend your high round on talented guys in that in those early rounds and give give yourself a core or something to build around. And I think you can really start to see that on defense. And yeah, they only lost one guy, but they weren't terribly young. Their linebacking core is still kind of shit. And and you have to wait and see what Mapu's role is. If it's another nickel Adrian Phillips, then yeah, it's probably a waste because th- he's not filling that three down role that they really need in the middle of the field. But if he can develop into that guy, if you can develop into your into your Mike linebacker that that holds that middle of the field down, then that then I think that's a slam dunk. But you know, Jabril Peppers, Adrian Phillips, Jalen Mills, all those guys are approaching thirty on the other side of it. Uh, Judon will be gone in a couple of years, so. Um, two, you know, two years after that contract, they've got a young core. They've got a young core in defense, so that that's all I can say. And now, now if they could spend like the next two years doing that same thing on offense, then you got a fucking good team with yo- good young players in a five year span. But you just have. But to the only this. problem is, the only problem is, is Mac Jones going to buy back in? He's going to be his free uh, first year rookie he's contract. Fucking choice. He's here with the Patriots for two years minimally. Probably three yeah. if they franchise him. Four if they franchise him again. He's got four yeah. more years. They, they have they have four more years of control. Fuck you, Mac. You're not going anywhere. You're not fucking going. <laughs> he must be so pissed. He's not he's going going for Bill to retire. Well, I don't know. Is he? Uh, reports were they uh, uh, after a good uh, whomping of the of the Packers today at training camp. Uh, they ended with a red zone session and Mac Jones threw the ball away. Uh, we're not quite sure if it was a throwaway or an incomplete or whatever, but Bill Belichick essentially ripped into him uh, the entire offense, but Mac individually. And then afterwards asked about it. Mac Jones has been chippy and zippy and year one Mac Jones doing the fucking what's the dance? The what's the dance? Gritty. Right? The gritty. gritty. I almost called it the guppy. The gritty. Um, <laughs> we should we should bring the, the guppy into it. <laughs> so mac jones is um you know he's he's riding high right now at camp and many people today two weeks what was it two weeks ago or last week they said this was the best they've seen best two days in a row they've seen mac jones at practice and now today almost every beat reporter down there said this is the best practice mac jones has ever had it's looking like those practices he had with the um with the giants a couple years ago when he stole cam newton's job that was hard 
You know where well. I stand on this Mac Jones things. I just give him a pass on last year. I think he's an okay quarterback and can be as long as you give him an opportunity. The- one thing that I saw that was probably for me the most, uh, the best news about Mac was that uh, one one of the writers for Patriots.com indicated that he had noticeably more zip on his throws. That like they could they could tell that he was able to make out and sideline throws better from their observations. So I thought that that for me it's all about the physical it's just about the physical tools if he can improve physically he can get better because i think he's a smart guy i think he wants it more than anybody just as much as anybody wants it and he'll put it in the work it's just whether or not he's got the baseline to be a pro athlete which is good because uh beginning of the training camp there was reports that he didn't go see uh, juju because of conflict of schedules and all that they didn't have a rapport he didn't go with Devonte parker or anything like that and Devonte parker is another bright spot right now in camp too he's like actually looking like he deserves that extension that he got that was part of the smear campaign that i've been telling you about for a year raymond i'm just trying to be positive oh that's an interesting positive take uh lastly on the notes here from training camp um on a more of a sour note well just to add in offensively uh, real quick, everybody, all the beat reporters say, look, the offensive line has been not great, but they should be okay if their starters can come back healthy. Cole Strange is close. Um, Awinu seems closer than people think, but may miss maybe the first couple of weeks of the season. I thought, I thought Cole Strange was supposed to be out for like into the regular season with that injury that he had. But now they're saying like, oh yeah, he should be back by the next uh, preseason game. I just read he's supposed to be back. And everyone's saying Trent Brown looks fucking awesome. So yeah, but he wants that money. What they call it again? Hold ins, hold ins. Now they don't hold out; they hold in. Nothing like a nice, polite hold in. He's not holding in anymore. He's in pads and out there fucking trucking Mm -hmm. people. No, no, because he can't hold out because of the. What were you saying about I was actually going to ask. I, I mean, I thought before this whole started, it was like a like a foregone conclusion he'd be there for game game one. But what had you heard? Uh, Everyone was speculating that it was a hold in contract situation, like Judon. They can't hold out anymore, Ray, because they used to be able to hold out. And then recoup that money uh, if they inevitably signed the new CBA. But now if they, they hold out, out you they don't fine, get that yes. money. So now yeah. they just come to camp and fake an injury, um, which everyone thought that. So maybe we'll see something down the line for Trent Brown, or maybe they're keeping it secret, or uh, who knows. You got to imagine there's some money involved with Trent Brown. I don't care. Pay him if that's what it takes to to get him playing. You well. got the cap space. Fucking pay the man. Yeah, it's not my money. Give it to him. Um, and then lastly, just on the notes here, uh, the secondary playing a lot of zone which is not surprising to me. I think this is kind of common with Belichick defenses, but, and you got a, a lot of young guys, you got uh, guys playing uh, different positions, but that first day of joint practice with the Packers, they were talking about their free safeties getting beat a lot over the there top. Was, they were talking about Christian Gonzalez getting beat a lot. Jordan Love was picking on Christian Gonzalez in the first practice. And, and yeah, Jack I think Joe, the zone I mean, could have something to do with him too. Cause he didn't play a lot of zone in college. So mm-hmm. I think it could be practice for him. He played basically man coverage the whole time. So I think it could be practice for Christian Gonzalez. Look, if you're, if you're going to practice anything, you want to practice zone, right? Zone is a team defense, a lot of communication, got to get guys in the right spot. If you're a cornerback and they say, go play man and stick this guy. That's athleticism. That's easy. So, that's their bread. Yeah. That's their bread. Butter, they can yeah. turn that on. I'm not very, I'm really not too concerned about them playing a bunch of zone. Um, you know, Jonathan Jones is out with an injury. So once he comes back, guys get stuck in the right place. Market Jones, they say, is blanketing everybody. They just throw over him. Because <laughs> he's average. Average, average size. Average, average, average size. Five foot five. Whatever. And Jack Jones is still out there. 
Sure is. Car- starting Pew-pew! fights. Jack Jones knew his hearing got pushed by a month. Sure yep. did. Wait, so he's, wait, he's say at that a minimum gets month? to play in the first game. He's going to play all year. Yep. Uh, unless he fights, him way, fights his way out of the season. He got in a fight first day with Packers, and then everybody got in a fight today uh, between Packers and Patriots. Packers, uh, they... What I read was the Patriots were talking a ton of shit, and you even saw a couple wry smiles from Belichick, and they were super physical today. So it could have been one of those days. Belichick yeah, opened the it's play. It's real training camp. It, this is this is the training camp. Is these next two weeks? Yeah, I gave him the old. I, I guarantee you gave him a Lawrence Taylor fucking speech before the day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something about what the training camp. Lawrence Taylor went on there and broke somebody's fucking ankle. Listen. I don't no, want to no, give you fucking anymore. Green Bay either. Fuck no, the fucking no. Packers, okay? There's fucking cheese wearing queers. <laughs> fucking hate you, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Zappy sucks. Let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious one. Thank you, Richard. The Patriots got the fan base talking after signing Ezekiel Elliott to a one-year deal that could be worth up to $6 million. The 28-year-old is here to be the backup to Ramondre Stevenson. We will see how he looks as the Patriots play the Packers in their second preseason game Saturday night at 8 p.m. Christos Porzingis won't be playing in the FIBA World Cup after being diagnosed with plantar fasciitis. The big man stepped away from Lithuania to get treatment on his foot and is coming back to Celtics camp for more treatment. Uh, Wander Franco... The all-star shortstop from the Tampa Bay Rays may never play professional baseball again after reports that he acquitted it and is dating an eighth grader. The Red Sox sit three games back from their final wildcard spot and start a series with the last place New York Yankees tonight. And on this date in 2016, Jamaica's Usain Bolt wins the gold medal in the men's 200 meter for the third successful Summer Olympics, recording a time of 19.78 in Rio de Janeiro. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. Thank you, Raymond. You say Bolt. Hmm. He's quick. Pretty fast. Pretty fast. Pretty fast. Faster than that clip we watched of the Somalia... Ooh, just a little uh, bit. Yeah. Women's Woman. sprinter there. Yeah, Bobby did not see that. Oh, that's I did right. not that see this. On a, that was on a different different chain. different text, different one. That's how. That was, that's that how was the one that, that was you how you started getting me gassed up. That's how you started getting me gassed up. Yeah, a, a different chain. They, they sent a, a a gif or a video. Uh, oh, it was a video. Uh, whatever uh, track and field. It was a women's 100 meter dash, and this woman from Somalia was uh, finished the 100 meter dash in what 23 seconds yeah uh, she 16 was... seconds slower than everyone else it was embarrassing she was chubby she well, basically skipped across the finish line she, she spends a lot of time of on some... boats pirating so it's yeah. difficult she doesn't have a lot say. of time to train ray finished that ray followed that up immediately with pay him equally right rich and just <laughs> gassed me up <laughs> gassed me up i've spent half my work day researching fucking united states women's national stream revenue Oh, God. Yeah, 2019, great art. <laughs> <laughs> facts, are, facts are facts, you giggly fuck. You didn't even read it. I didn't have to. This in the past. We've been having the fucking argument since 2019, you dick. Nah, it was four years ago. You need to bring up more current events. Right, I'm not going to agree okay, with Okay, right after this. God damn it. I'm not going to sleep. Fucking A. Uh, we got a couple minutes here. Let, let's skip to uh, David Krejci retiring. Speaking of women getting paid equally, uh, this European oh. 
spent a lot of uh time with the Bruins one of the all-time Bruins we don't spend a ton, ton of time on this we we all saw this coming over a thousand games played with uh with the Bruins um anybody that watched 2011 um in the one championship that this core got in 20 fucking years together after being heralded one of the best teams in, in hockey for 20 years I think they have the third or fourth most wins over that time um so many early round exits, so many heartbreaks. Hey, so hey, many you're getting negative. Don't be a, don't don't do it. You gotta be positive. You know, you gotta be a homer. Everything's good. You gotta let me retire. finish. Okay, sorry. Go gotta let me finish. Go ahead. In sorry. 2011, David Krejci was your number one center. An un- unbelievable playoff run. Um, if not for uh Tim Thomas, would have been the Consumite winner of that playoff run. Uh got them their one uh Stanley Cup final, which Imagine if they didn't have that. Um, so, you know, St. Patrice, for for as good as he is and as how much is, he's heralded in Boston, rightfully so, uh, without David Krejci, they would not nearly have the success that they had. Those two held down one of the most important positions in hockey for 20 years, nearly 20 years. So one of the, one you, of the best, one of the greatest uh, Bruins of all time. You retire his number? No. No. Patrice? Yes. Krejci? No. Uh, so what's Krejci? He's like, I think he's like fourth in games played, like ninth in points. So maybe. maybe. Mm. They're not the Celtics. They don't give those things away for free. Well, what's the difference between Bergeron and Krejci? Bergeron has six Selkies. Mm. And he's the and captain. It? Can you guess? You got the you got the captain. You know all about the C on your chest. You wear it for the Mac Jones fan club, so you should know all about that. It's very important. That's it's right. a coveted trophy right there. Yeah, yeah. You gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. You gotta deal with fucking dillweeds like you. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> full circle. There you full go. Full circle. Tied it all back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby, any thoughts on David Krejci? Uh, yes. The less people playing hockey, the better. Uh, we'll be right back to get back to some Patriots thoughts. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just send you a new one. So you get an intro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to get anything more off your chest. No, Dil, we just send a new one. Okay. Now I did. Go, Langevin. Go slow. Sorry, I had to get another drink. I apologize. Oh, okay. It's okay. Um, all right. And this is one of my favorite segments when we, whenever we do it. The top five position groups for the Patriots. Um, I've broken it out here. Obviously, you can agree to disagree if you'd like. Uh, do you want to go top bottom or bottom top? Bottom top. Bottom top. Classic. Classic Langevin answer. Because your, your mother's a whole. Wow, you haven't had a mother joke since the second part of the show. Wow, you I are fired it, up. You I are fired it, up. I think I had another joke at the whole first part of the show. That's what I'm saying. It took you till the second part of the show to get your first mother joke in. Yeah, and it wasn't. I mean, I really held it back. It was really bad, but I mean, you had well, it. Oh, it was bad because I held it back. I didn't. I didn't put a lot of effort into it. Like my gender fluid one this morning. That was yeah. a good one on you. Nah, that was good. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. It was good. It was pretty good. All over her face. 
Okay. Uh, coming in at number five on the top five position groups for the New England Patriots. Now, this one's going to razzle some feathers. Uh, I'm coming in with the special teams unit, which tells you all you need to know about this 10-win mediocre team. Um, but I say that when you think special teams, generally you think kicking, which is really the biggest question mark here for me. I put special teams in there because the amount of return uh, potential that they have this is just punts because the NFL has basically eliminated the kickoff but Marcus Jones won them a game last year on a punt return so uh, between Marcus Jones uh, Pop Jones the Pop Pop Douglas kid that they just got um, uh, and you know and a couple more guys they got the, got on the roster uh, and the way Belichick fucking just puts so much emphasis on this goddamn unit you have to think um, that that will uh, play a role for them um, on that side of the ball, specifically on the return game in punts. We know that they also lost a game in Buffalo because of the shittiness and the way that they covered uh, punts and kickoffs. You'd hope that that also improves with Belichick not spending so much time in offense. And dare I say, Joe Judge getting back into the special teams unit where they had one of the best in the league in 2020. Um, with another dope chat accord in his stupid visor. Um, plus they spent fucking like $5 million on guys just to play special teams. So uh, with all that being said, and whether it's Nick Folk, the way I look at the kicking game is um, first of all, the punter that they draft that they uh, drafted was like the star of the show to start training camp. So he seems to be on the right trajectory. And then uh, if Nick Folk gets beat, beat out, then this Chad Ryland kid can clearly kick it at 89% within 40. And that should be good. You should be kicking a lot of field goals within the 40 um, with this team. That's my, that's my rationale. Special teams land in the top five. Disagree. I mean, if it's Belichick, you're, he's going to fully disagree because he's going to put them at number one or two behind right behind the defensive uh, edge rushers. But yeah, I mean, they, they haven't put a lot of uh, money into this. I mean, Nick Folk's 39 years old. He's worth $2 million. So hopefully he gets beat out so they can cut his ass. The punters, obviously, that was a big thing last year. And uh, bringing a competition in, which we always wanted, right? We wanted a competition midway through the season because uh, Bailey was not playing up to his uh, $1 million salary that I believe he had. So, yeah, this is great. I like what they're doing. They're having competitions to see who can – Win out the jobs, and that's what you need. So, yeah, special teams is one of the best groups on this team, I think. As as I'm looking at how you have them aligned down here, like edge, safety, running back, D-line, <laughs> special teams, <laughs> I think it's exactly how Belichick wants it. Okay, Spoiler. I think this Belichick did this on fucking purpose as I'm looking at it. We're like, this is exactly how he wants his team I know. aligned. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's just fucking kudos to me for, literally for that sniffing it out. I, Although the, the, exactly the running back, we would want no, the running back wouldn't be there. Uh, I don't I know. I think he highly prioritizes running backs. I think he likes offensive football as long as it's running the ball. Yes, I think he loves offensive football. So, all right, Bobby gave it away. Let's just run up the line here and have a full discussion. Uh, at number four, uh, you got the D line. So that's the Lawrence guy, Godshaw, Barmore, Dietrich Wise. Probably throw in there. Um, we'll see who else makes the cut, but those are your big hitters in, in the middle, basically your run stoppers in the way that, um, uh, Belichick, um, plays defense in the Keon white is gonna be in there as well. 
They're saying Ronnie Perkins could be the odd man out in that uh, defense. Fuck yeah, he's dude. hurt again. He's he has never seen yeah. Ron. I've played here. as much NFL football as but the Ronnie thing Perkins. Is, but Me. the thing is, is that they got Trey we Flowers, got who is also on the injury list right now, too. So it's That like, was a yeah. terrible signing. Again, I have something in common with Trey Flowers. We're both currently physically unable to play football. Yeah, Trey Flowers is getting paid, like, whatever, $50,000 or something. And Trey Flowers it's, weighs probably, like, four of you. Maybe. Is, no, again, it's not maybe. Yeah, Bobby not didn't get into that football. whole uh, high school weight versus now. No, you wouldn't want He wasn't the, probably the same the goddamn grand. weight. <laughs> yeah. What? Me? Basically the same, yes. Yeah, you fucking asshole. You're an asshole. I probably weighed, in high school, I probably weighed, like, 165, whereas now I'm, like, 180-ish. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> uh, number three top five position groups is running back. This is basically Ramondre Stevenson, but as we discussed on the top, Zeke Elliott gives that a boost. Um, but look, say what you want, we, you know, we can make fun of it, but Ramondre Stevenson's probably certainly a top 10 back, yes, in the league. Um, on this team, he's, he's gonna get the a, 10 best backs so for sure. He's gonna get a ton of play, he's gonna get a ton of touches, ton of yards. Um, he's gonna be an integral part in this offense. And then you add Zeke Elliott for all the attributes that we gave him at the top. Um, I think they're placed, you know, rightly there, top three. It's yeah. what you know. It's your, certainly your best skilled group offensively. Oh, oh absolutely! No, it's not even close. Yeah. Uh, number two overall is the safety group. Now we got question marks here. Uh, no, Devin McCourty. Uh, we know how important that center field position is in free safety position is in a Belichick defense. Uh, Jalen Mills seems like the guy that was brought here to take over their position, but Kyle Duggar's playing a lot of that role. God help us. Miles Bryant's playing a lot of that role. Jabril Peppers is playing a lot of that role. Uh, looks like they're going amoeba style with the safeties. Um, and then you got Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar and Mapu playing in the box nickel. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of that over the last few years uh, as they've got run on for uh, 10,000 yards. Um, but still, skill. Uh, considering all the skill that's in that group, um, I think you got to put them pretty close to the top. And the funny part is, is a lot of these guys that play safety are going to be your special teams guys. You got fucking uh, Schooler in there. You got Bledsoe in there. You got Hawkins Whoa. in there. I mean, you know, a lot of these guys. So you again, another thing. Blood. Uh, Can you Belichick cut one loving. of these assholes and sign a linebacker? Nope. 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 You got to have Here's all the... these safeties. You got to have Jesus special teams is very important Christ. for Bell Belichick. Can you it name those guys again, right? Who, who, who is a safety? Who are the safeties? Uh, you got Joshua Bledsoe. You got Brendan Schooler. You got Brad Hawkins. And then Rondi Randall, I heard, is on his way out. He's going to make he's not going to make the team. So this Hawkins kid I've heard about is what has been one on one with Matthew Slater all camp. Just yep. that's his shadow. So they've yep. got the Hawkins kid. Brandon so Schooler was supposed to be the next uh, uh, Matthew mm-hmm. Slater. And then they signed that Chris Board guy to play nothing but spe- – how many designated special teams guys do you have for a te- for a, a, a game that does not have that many kickoffs anymore? Like, nope. And last you're year ta- you sucked balls. <laughs> like You're talking about depth on the offensive line. I mean, fuck, look at these guys. You, you play two safeties, maybe yeah. three. Do you During, have the salaries uh, next to them by chance? I do. Which, like, which one do you want to hear? All of them. Just what are they making? So Adrian Phillips is what's Slater? Go with Slater. No, no, no. Just the special teams guys. Oh, special teams guys. I don't have that. I'm sorry. Okay, no worries. We can look that up later. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, your thoughts on the uh, safety department and 
the amount of extra weight they're carrying for special teams in that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, as far as the extra weight for special teams, guys, I'm obviously not pro for that. The only dedicated special teams players that they should have is long snapper, kicker, punter. After than that, everybody else should also be able to play a position field and then field special teams. The safety group, yeah, they're they're good. None of them are. None of their safeties are like top ten in talent, but they're they're all good. They all each have a unique skill, and they spin the dial, and they all do something different each time. So, they're they're good, and they all play a little. That hybrid big nickel. Uh, defensive edge takes your number one spot. Well done. Uh, Matthew Gidon is obviously tipping the scales here. Um, you know, wherever you want to put him, top something player in the NFL um, with, with the way that he's been playing. Uh, we put Juice Josh Uche in that category. Um, Dietrich Wise will pop out there. Anthony Jennings has been coming on strong last in this camp. And, uh, but obviously it's Uche and Judon and that combo that are going to hold it down. Uh, they were the strength of your defense last year. They tend to be, they looks like they're going to be again this year. Um, so that's clear. Number one, you got any discrepancies yeah. there? The, the Belichick wet dream top five, uh, position groups. I think all, if, if you put it and call it the whole front seven, I mean, that's the strength of the team is that front seven. Yep. Mm. Yeah. And even like deviated just a little bit for the modern game and put safety in there, but even the safeties are hybrid. They're dipping down into the box. So it's like just, just dragging Belichick away from the, the, the line of scrimmage on defense. Barely. Let me ask you both. The, can I ask you both the question Certainly. for, for a guy that only plays on special teams that runs down the field for fair catches. That's all he does. And maybe gives some motivational speeches at the end of games. How much do you pay that guy in a salary? Two point five million. Oh, I, yeah. Slater's getting paid five. That's oh, his contract this year is one point three, and I think that's still too much. He was getting paid five. He should last contract. I think. Uh, Matthew. Well, look, this is the last. This is the last year of his deal. That's why. Look, Matthew Slater's a Patriots Hall of Famer. He's made a oh, multitude God. of. Mo- he is. He, imagine he, no, but you. I'm, I'm. Yes, but imagine that fucking. Uh, Ceremony when he's talking. Well, G Willikers, guys. I first like to thank my trigonometry math teacher that fucking helped me get through that. It was such yeah. a hard class, you know. Gee whiz, the angles that I took on those, you know, you're never gonna be able to understand them. The obtuse. Thanks, Mister Mister yeah. James, and those black jeans for fucking helping me out with acute angles, so I could fucking really get to those guys fast. Uh, Matthew Slater. <laughs> your Matthew some... Slater impression is one of your is, is the best thing you've done in a long time. I'm yeah, with you, obviously, the gunner, the gunner. I have my apologies. Uh, Send it my way. <laughs> who, who, who made the gap? Did it go Larry Izzo <laughs> directly to Matthew Slater? There was a gap. Wasn't there a gap guy? Mm-mm. That was it. Matthew Slater's been here that long. Yeah, he's old, man. Wasn't it Edelman? Didn't Edelman fill that gap? Didn't Edelman play gunner? No. Nope. It's always been uh, Matthew Slater. I think he's been whatever. Even back in the day when it was more important, I you do have memories of Matthew Slater just constantly, always being the first guy at the ball. Just like say what you want about special teams in that position, but he he was really fucking good at it. The dude was just always the first guy at the ball. Do you know what his career stats as as a as a wide receiver though? And he's got I don't know. It should be interesting. None. No, he's got a. I think he had Ooh, a couple Bobby's big. Wrong. No, Bobby's he's got wrong. a bunch. He had a couple long receptions, so he's got some yards underneath him. I bet. Um, mm. he doesn't have a touchdown. Nope. No, he does not. He's probably got like four catches. Probably like four for like seven and like I don't know, eighty-nine yards or something. So Bobby would have won because you went over. It was, he has one reception for forty-six yards. No. His, 
<laughs> then I remember that reception. That's it. I do too. I remember that. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Okay. All right, whatever. One catch. Uh, let's go honorable mentions here in the top five. Uh, just below special teams, I had quarterback. Just because the question marks, I think the talent would put them above in into your top five. Uh, but the youth in the question marks with Gonzalez, Jack Jones, certainly even um, Marcus and Jonathan Jones are just so small. Uh, Sounds of silence over there in Jonathan Jones was great for the first couple of weeks. And then Steph Diggs and the elites of the, of the league tore him apart. Um, I mean, everyone, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jamar Jefferson. Chase. Yeah, just fucking. Uh, yeah, if you want to keep going, I can. I just look, if go. Jack Jones doesn't shoot anybody and Christian Gonzalez can grow some balls, you that potentially have, they could bolt themselves up to number one or two by midseason or, or by the end of the season, right? Like there's enough talent there in those two young kids that you could see that happening, but certainly also a lot of question marks. And Christian Gonzalez is a rookie. He's going to take some bumps and. Uh, Jack Jones is going to give him those bumps and bullets. So I think the question mark, there's enough question marks there to, to land them outside the top five. And then who else do they have beyond that? Isaiah Bolden, Sean Wade, nothing. He won't make the team. John Wade's out. Jalen Mills maybe plays some corner still. I bet you see Jalen Mills a corner and miles fucking Bryant. Oh, fuck him. 40 yards from the line of scrimmage. God. What what does he have on those coaches? What does uh, he have? Did he just uh, like, walk into a meeting room once and Belichick was fucking like porking Patricia from behind? He's like, like get out of here, hey, get out of here. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't want to see this kid. Yeah. Uh, also coming in an honorable mention, just outside of the top five here is uh, the the number one position on the field, quarterback. Quarterback nope. position slips outside the top five. Nope, I disagree. Well, clearly, Bobby, uh, Raymond, but your opinion doesn't matter because you're blinded by spite and hate. Well, wait, maybe it's Malik Cunningham that's making you rise up on that. Oh, don't make me do a rise. Did you actually get, did you guys actually go back and watch that drive? He stinks. That drive was hanging on by a thread the whole time. Like each play, like it was, oh, look at his form. You see how he throws the ball? He throws the ball like a wide receiver. He can't throw the ball. (laughs) Yeah, just fucking all elbow, man. Uh, I heard he looked good at wide receiver today or during practice. He better. He better because he's not going to be a wide receiver. He's not going to be a quarterback, but they are going to institute him in this offense because they ain't got shit for playmakers. Uh, So you disagree with quarterback being in the honorable. No, I was just being a dink. No, I was being a dink. Let's go to the bottom five. Let's start with the absolute fucking worst linebacker. Do they have a linebacker? Juwan Bentley? That's it? He's their singular linebacker. Tavai? Is Tavai still sticking around? He is. They've uh, in the starting lineups in the opening preseason game. They had two linebackers on the field. That's how they're going to play defense. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be Tavai and Bentley, and then if Mapu actually plays linebacker. Other than that, Rayquan McMillan uh, signed to extension while still injured. Uh, he's injured for the year. What is that? I can't even begin. It's like that's how you know that Bill Belichick is not going anywhere because nobody else is going to give out a fucking extension to a guy that's injured. Like, what are you doing? I, I have no idea why. Oh, yeah, I don't get it either. Um, yeah, they don't have any linebackers. Mac Wilson is the guy they brought in that looks like he's going to be on the Yeah, cover he's there, but whatever. Chris Board needs to play special teams. Um, their linebackers fucking blow. Their linebackers absolutely blow, and it's outside of cornerback probably the 
edge rusher, cornerback, linebacker, the middle of the field. That's who you use to cover guys these days. And pitchers don't have any. They have safeties. That's it. Uh, shit ton of fucking linebackers too on this team. Can you name some? Yeah, they got uh, obviously Tavai. They have a guy named Chris Board. That's Josh Uche. Chris Board's the special teams uh, superstar from Detroit. Yeah, Raquan McMillan that's injured but yet got a contract extension. Anthony Jennings, uh, Calvin Monson, uh, Joe Giles Harris, uh, Carson Wells, and my favorite player, Diego Faggett. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you lead yourself into listing off okay them just uh, so let's go to the uh fourth worst position group <laughs> that was that was excellent <laughs> this second segment of the show i really enjoyed how you've gone about it Simple minds, sports show ladies and gentlemen uh welcome to the youth uh fourth worst position group on the docket here is wide receiver just a blanket of mediocrity Devonte parker juju smith schuster uh, Kendrick Bourne, Taekwon Thornton, um, dove and broke everything, I guess, today. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. No, fuck you. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate how you gas, gas me up. Goddamn text chain. Down goes Thornton. Oh, shit. What happened? He blown Achilles. Uh, caught the ball. Got up. Seemed a little injured. So he went to the locker room. It's what? Down goes Thornton. What an asshole. What an asshole you are. Thank you. You think they're doing that just so when they does get on waivers that no one picks them up and you can go to the practice? Let me tell you something. I don't give a shit. Tyquan Thornton does not have a future in the NFL. That dude blows. He can't play wide receiver. He will get hurt whether it happened in that catch or it happens on another diving catch. If you can't dive and catch the ball as a wide receiver in the NFL without fucking getting tweaked, then you're done. He can't run a route. He's just fast it's another blown pick from belichick in the wide receiver department they can't draft wide receivers they can't develop wide receivers unless they're seventh round picks five foot four nothing and pop douglas that has enough talent in his finger and is just speedy they can't do shit tyquan thornton blows fucking cut him i don't care give the booty kid a chance at least he's got natural talent like give him a fucking chance tyquan thornton blows mark my words he won't be shit he'll be out of the nfl next year Nikhil Harry, watch him. Watch him fall, Nikhil Harry, right to hell. Someone just picked up Nikhil Harry. I mean, at this point, is he on track to be worse than Nikhil Harry? No, because he has more catches than Nikhil Harry ever had. First round pick, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. I think he, uh, he has a touchdown too. So yeah, he's already superseded Nikhil Harry. I think Nikhil Harry has a touchdown. Nikhil Harry had a touchdown, page. but he was a first round pick. It, they're close though, Bobby. I mean, Tyquan Thornton was a. They center. are close. They, they freaking stink. They blow. Tyquan it's like Thornton they literally blows. drafted the opposite player. It's like Nikhil Harry was like too big. Like he he certainly fills out a uniform, looks like he can play, but he couldn't move. And then so they just drafted like, like we'll get the fastest guy. We'll get the fastest guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite. Get a big guy. Get a fast guy. Yeah. And hold yeah. on. The next one's gonna be just right. Yeah, they fucking stink. Uh, right after that, a tight ends. Uh, Hunter Henry, uh, good. Hunter Henry is good. <clears throat> Reliable, I guess, but not a playmaker. Uh, Gasicki could be a game changer in this offense with the way that they play it, but if he's going to be hurt all the time, um, what do you know? After that, they're nothing. So it's the depth that really puts them in the, this position. O-line. O-line, you're talking about injuries. If they get healthy, then they can see themselves jettison up up this top chart. But right now, how reliable is that? 
you know, your best one in the winu has a big question mark and injury. Uh, your second year player in call strange, big question mark, David Andrews, everybody loves, I get, but he's taken, he's lost a step half step, certainly. Uh, and then your right tackle position blows. Uh, and then I threw a uh, bottom five. I put coaching on here and this is more of a looking behind than, than forward, but they earned, they earned a bottom five spot based on what they did last year. Um, and they got to prove they got to prove their way out of it for me. And Billy O'Brien's got to prove his way out of it. Everyone thinks he's the savior, and certainly he's going to be better than fucking Patricia. But they got to prove it, in my opinion. Bobby could be better than Patricia. Bobby's, Bobby's really worked up a nice NFL resume here in this segment. Right, I think so. I think I I, I think I would do excellent in the NFL under several jobs. I didn't <laughs> know sucking dick was in there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pre-game fluffer was a, a paid position in the NFL. Uh, quick break uh, and do a little Celtic stock. Porzingis porked. Nice, Ray. Same headspace there. I tell, I, I really like Ray's game tonight. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's real un, under the radar. Yeah. You know, he's not forcing it. He brings something. He's got something yeah. off. Yeah. It's football season, baby. I fucking love football. That's true. That's true. I still can't get all those stupid glasses. Uh, let's talk a little. Uh, speaking of football season, do you have two sets of eyebrows? Did the did the barber give you another set of eyebrows? Can you put your eyebrows all the way up? What are those lines on top of those? So when you get fat, Rich, I don't know if you know this or not, but when you get fat, you're fat you is more... creeped onto your forehead? I guess so. Wow, I see that now. No, I'm not ever going to do this again. Wait, you do it. You have it too. Yep, I see it. I a, see it. Mine's a it's weird. It's just not creases crease. in the forehead. I have creases in the in mine. Shut up, skinny. That's I, my point. <laughs> I'm I'm saying that you don't. I have, have creases, oh. but your creases look like defined eyebrows. Oh, that's my scar. You Wait, have a scar? No. Yeah, I guess. Hold on. What happened? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me see if I can find. Right there. Yeah, right there. See. Rock hard showed missed his mouth. <laughs> no, I hit my I hit my head on metal on a Friday the thirteenth, and I had thirteen stitches. No way! No, it was a seventeen. No, it was the rock hard show. No, it was a rock hard dick. Split them wide open. Yeah, I'm trying to go from my mouth, hit my forehead. I got glancied. Uh... <laughs> 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 he's dead he died oh no <laughs> that coming <laughs> but he is he that coming oh that joke's only gonna land for one person you're welcome G baby <laughs> biggest blue balls he's ever had in his life oh wow okay speaking of blue balls uh, Porzingis porked question mark Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I huh. think. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, Christoph Perzingis, the latest news from the Celtics, sitting out of the FIBA uh, World... What do they call it? World Tournament? World Classic? I don't know. Uh, it's a World Cup. FIBA World Cup. World Cup. 
Okay. Uh, he will not be participating in international basketball, uh, reportedly because he has plantar fasciitis. Now, that right away, I'll answer my own question. It's fishy, fishy, fishy. It's be- the week before, it was a knee or an ankle. It was not plantar fasciitis, or I guess so they said foot, maybe. Um, plantar fasciitis is something different. You say foot or knee or ankle, that's like bone or ligament. Plantar fasciitis is something different. Um, it's like a muscle. It's, like, it's a muscle. It's a ligament. Foot, it's it's I, a I ligament believe. in your heel. Yeah, I guess. But like, if you hear foot, doesn't that seem bone? Like, yeah, a they, thought he broke a, they thought he broke a bone in his foot. That was the initial report when this right. all started. So this yeah. just seems like bullshit. So is it bullshit one way or the other? Is it bullshit that the injury is um, worse than they're letting on? And they're giving it a plantar fasciitis so he can just rest and and come back whenever it's convenient. Or is it not that bad? And the Celtics basically don't want to uh, Gallinari this thing and watch that, watch their prized free agent uh, off season possession, go out in international play before the season even starts after giving him an extension and basically said, shut it down, dude, you're done. You know how you know it's not serious is because he still wanted to play for Lithuania. That's how you know it's not that bad. So maybe he injured his foot. It's they took some X-rays. It was all came out negative, and their Celtics are like, "Nope, we don't want to get fucked like we did last year with Gallinari and have that big uh, presence, you know, in the middle gone now." So yeah, why don't you come back? We'll say you hurt your foot. This is what it's going to be, so you can get have a nice way out, so you don't disappoint your fans in your home country and all that. So I'm agreeing with you, Rich. There that yeah, I think it's not that serious, but they want him home. Better not be serious because a seven footer with a foot injury sounds like a bad fucking thing. That's I mean, Porzingis already has a history of injuries being he's a, this large athlete. He's kind of lanky as it's always had somewhat of an unorthodox style. So if he's going to have a lingering foot issue over the next two years now, that doesn't bode well for his tenure as a Celtic. Logically, I look at it and go, it's not that big a deal. They gave him an extension. He had to have had at least one, if not two physicals between the trade and then the extension. Now, I don't have a ton of faith in the Celtics uh, medical staff. It seems like guys are always fucking injured there and they're never coming back on time. And it's some there's always an issue. But that being said, like it would have to be a gross negligence on the part of the Celtics. If they didn't check this guy out and do all their due diligence on the injury front. Kind of like hiring someone that like immediately like fucks everybody in the building. <laughs> and then hiring someone that has a um a history as a uh assaulting women and he's also a fucking dick. Do you think that there's like a some sure, sort yeah. of curse? Do you think there's a <laughs> curse though? I mean look how many people have been injured on this team that have come here via trade or free agency. You have uh Isaiah Thomas, Campbell Walker Glass Gordon. Forget about Kemba Walker. Danilo Gallinari. Uh, wasn't there someone else? Well, now Porzingis. Is that, is it? No, her, that was just her pussy. She was day to day. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like it's just one of those things where it's I don't now. like the Celtics training staff. I think that they should be fired. But um, Oh, you wait, can... your boy, your boy. I forgot. Uh, Kyrie Irving had a deviated septum and that kept him sidelined. Did I say Kyrie? I didn't hear you. I said Kyrie had a knee. Forget his deviated septum. His knee kept him out. The, the... No, it was his deviated septum more than the bus. My bad. Um, so the the real comparison here, which is the real the scariest comparison, is Kemba. 
because Kemba had a deteriorating knee issue that everybody in the NBA knew about it, and they still swung that deal. But Danny swung that deal, not Brad. Mm. So, yeah, that would be worst case. If this was a Kemba situation, that would be worst case. Do you regret the deal? Nope. Right now, as it stands, no hypotheticals. Do you regret the deal? Nope. Uh, and the no. deal is Porzingis for Marcus Smart, essentially, what plus the baggage. Nope. No. Marcus right. Smart is gone. 10 points a game. Your heart and soul. See you later for 22 points a game career. Yeah, I'll take uh, Porzingis any day. Can the Celtics win without Porzingis? Yeah. I think they're better off. I think they were better off without Smart. We, we say it all the time. This guy just, he didn't understand his role. He thought because he was the heart and soul defensive player of the year, blah, 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 that he deserved more. And he would try to take those last minute shots and he would force turnovers left and right. You don't have that anymore. You have Derek White with that new shaved bald head that looks beautiful. You got uh, Brogdon on the bench coming off as a six man of the year award winner. I like this team a lot better without Marcus on it. Bobby. Yeah, I mean, can they win without Porzingis? Sure. Uh, I mean, I, I agree with Ray. Marcus Smart wasn't offering much. I mean, it's really this team is just going to be taken by the Jays anyway. So, yeah, you need a lot to go right. You need Robert Williams to stay healthy and probably step up his game. You need Al Horthford to be um, what he was last year, if not more. Uh, and then you need Tatum to take another step. You need Jalen Brown to take another step, but they can. They're still probably more talented than most teams across the league, even without Porzingis. Porzingis plays to his potential, and they figure it all out. Then if they lose this year, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Now we start talking about the, uh, not not a curse, but, you know, the Tatum and Brown just don't have it. They're Carmelo Anthony and Paul George, and that's that's who you got. I don't know if you guys heard anything about it, but the, the schedule came out today. Did you hear about any of this and how basically the returns, in-season... Mark Marcus Smart and Grant Oh, Moore. I don't care about that, but the in-season uh, playing tournament now. Oh, like, yeah. I haven't read much like, about the in-season tournament. But uh, basically their like, uh, travel log, uh, Jimmy Stewart was talking about it today on Felger and Maz. Basically, they have to go West Coast, East Coast, West Coast, East Coast, and they're like, there's a lot of back to backs and stuff like that. So you could see a lot of the stars getting rest days or uh, what do they call it? Maintenance days or whatever they Load call management. it. Load management. Load management days. I don't know. The over under for uh, wins is 53. And Jimmy Stewart said, hammer that under because there's no way they're winning more than 53 games. Hmm. Maybe. Here's what I watched. Um, I don't watch much like off court stuff in the off season, but. Jason Tatum did an interview a couple weeks ago, and um, Jason Tatum's really coming around. I think I think I made that clear last year. I've been really hard on Tatum and his jump shot, his guile. He's grown. I'm growing with him. He did an interview about a game in December in Charlotte that no one's at, no one's watching, and he sincerely talked about like I go, I got to go out there and play. Like that's my job. That's what I'm here to do. People are playing good money to come out here and play. And that sentiment is echoed through these younger players. Anthony Edwards came out and bashed uh, load management. Jalen Brown has had something to say about it. This younger generation seems like the tide is turning on kind of the LeBron era way of thinking. Um, so. Oh, I'm not talking about or... those. I'm not talking about the Jays. I'm talking about Robert Williams. I'm talking about Al Horford. I'm oh, talking yeah. about Malcolm Certainly, those guys are the ones that are going to be the load management for sure. Yeah, your front court should be managed. Yeah, for sure. 
38 year old Al Horford. I mean, I got out of bed and my fucking ankles start cracking and I can't walk straight. It is really fun watching Al Horford do what he's doing, knowing he's the same exact age as us. It's like, mm. Jesus Christ, man. Good for you. As I eat my Big Mac and fries and. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I stretch every morning in the shower and like barely touch my toes. Al Horford's out there guarding Joel Embiid. Is that so the is water like can touch your butt hole? Or is that just yeah, did yeah. you drop something? No, no, that's my routine. Your morning I, stretch in the shower? Yep, I go down and then just let... What's your goal? Is it a morning shower, not an evening shower? I'm a morning... Yeah, I get up at early and then I hop in the shower to wake up. Hmm. What's your goal for stretching? <laughs> hmm? 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 I, you know what? Hmm. I'm trying to be good today. I had an Irene one on the tongue and... Second one was right there, right <laughs> off the top of the tongue, and I just let them both go. I let them both go, Ray. You're a bigger man. You're a bigger man than I am. Look, we, you know, we shared a lot of blood today over the text chain. You gassed me up real good, and uh, I went out to dinner with Kelly. I'm like, Rich has been very mean to me today. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a double IPA day. He's very angry and he's very mean. Did that get her going? Did she like that? No, she said, "Stop talking about me on the show." I said, "Okay." <laughs> Uh, guys, I'm I'm sorry to say, listeners, I'm sorry to say we're not going to get to Simple Minds Save Sports today, Transgender Edition. We're going to save that for a later date. Uh, get your notes. Uh, send your uh, angry emails, your pre-angry emails to uh, adam.morell04 at gmail.com. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll touch on that another day. Uh, to end the show, we're going to do Simplest Minds of the Weeks per usual, and uh, we'll be right back to do that. stupid or something. Mama says stupid is as stupid does. Sorry, Ray. I know you really wanted to to get in get in on that. The I don't G- like magic, so I'm good. That's all right. Jenny, go back Johnny. and sling, start his dick slinging game. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you can tell mm-hmm. it's in his eyes. He knows he's got four minutes. <laughs> Exactly. And they went to dinner tonight. It's our yeah. Oh, hey, 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 I can't talk about her anymore. Sorry. Table's already rising. Oh, I didn't know it was with her. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. A uh, couple couple um, really nice uh, candidates here for Simplest Minds of the Week. Let me get this one that's not in the email out of the way so I don't forget, which I already have. You don't want to be blindsided. Right. Uh, Michael Orr and uh, from the blind side. Uh, also, the Baltimore Ravens. Did he play with anybody else? I think he finished. Carolina Panthers. Thank you. Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Um, has come out and said that the Blindside movie in his story of being adopted um, by those white folk was all a lie. It was bullshit. They never adopted him. They basically just bought him. They bought the rights to him. And then they sold him off to Old Miss and sold him off to Paramount, whoever made the movie, and then sold him <laughs> off to the Ravens. And they collected royalty checks and never gave it to Michael Orr. Uh, that was the shit, dude. What you, think you can't you lost selling of a black man like that? That's, I didn't do like, it, they did it. Oh, he's reporting sound. the news. I'm just the reporting sound. the facts, baby. I'm just reporting the facts allegedly reported by Michael Orr himself. Uh, and you know what? You know who the, the real victim is here? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. People are asking <laughs> for her Oscar back. Was How dare fault? they? No, no she, she put on a hell of a It was a movie, it was great. I love that movie. Good movie, good feel. Well, feel SJ good movie. in there with Michael Orr, you know, yeah. it's great. The great relationship. Well, Sandy was Sex. looking fit as hell. Oh, God damn, she looked good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, that was a real tearjerker too. 
Yeah, yeah I did. I, I did a lot of jerking on that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's the simple minds here? The 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 jerk. Michael Orr. No, oh, Michael Orr. What idiot. <laughs> you can't follow. You can't follow up what I said when we that. No, that's Michael Orr's fault. He's a simple mind. Come on, man. They they rescued him. Did you not watch the movie? He was in the projects. Didn't know how to read. Wore the same fucking. Are you asking Michael day. Orr? Did he not watch the movie? I'm asking you if you didn't watch the movie. <laughs> you say, Michael Orr, did you not watch the movie, The Blind no, Side? No, I'm asking you if you didn't watch the movie. Michael Orr, you dumb fuck. Have you not seen The Blind Side? How could you let that happen to you? Idiot. No. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> next up, we're going to bust through these next ones. A group uh, has organized... A group of... Bobby, this one's for you. A group of Native Americans have organized... Uh, to take back the name from a professional uh, football team, the Native American Guardians Association, or otherwise known as NAGA. NAGA. Yeah. NAGA. Got a problem with it? <laughs> Not me. Not me. Uh, they have organized to take back the name. Now, get this. They've organized to take back the name. We might have to beep this. Redskins. Ooh, now, I know I'm not totally abreast on a lot of current events, but I'm pretty sure that name was already taken back. Bobby, as the local professional uh, on the panel here, what are your thoughts on on Nagas? On um, on my thoughts on the Nagas and their petition of ninety thousand signatures to bring back the name Redskins. Yeah, yeah, pro Redskins, bring it back. So wait, the am I not understanding the story? Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. But They're are they get bringing it back to give it back to the wash to the football team? They they want they want yes. the Washington Commanders to be renamed back to the Washington Redskins. I read that Indian all givers. backwards. Yeah, they're Indian givers, dude. Yeah, in a good way. Uh, and then lastly, uh, New Hampshire woman is suing uh, uh, Boston Eatley fifty thousand dollars for slipping on prosciutto and fracturing her left ankle. This one just screams, "You Ray." Uh, slippery and wet, some hashtag slick meat. Um, That's where prosciutto and- belongs on the floor. It's garbage meat. Oh, garbage. Fighting words. We have to save wow. that for next time in the transgender saving sports movement. This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show, Friday Rewind, August 18th. Bye bye. Bye bye. Howdy. So who's the surprise guest, Ray? Who do we got this week? No one, guys. Jesus. I fuck up one time. No, guys... no. This isn't oh, this isn't whoa. about that. It's you oh. we're, we were messaging about a potential guest. Oh, that one? She's yeah. still un, she's still unsure. She's shy. Her concerns. She's what are her shy. concerns? She's shy. I'm assuming she's, she's seen the show. Well, yes, and she's very intimidated by our sports knowledge, which is very understandable. Because you know, we are now, now, this is someone that we're looking to bring on to be a part of the sports knowledge uh, exodus from this. No, uh, this is the OnlyFans girl. Oh, that's all she does. Wait, I thought well, yeah, you found someone to. Uh, I did. You, you yes, found yes, a quote-unquote blogger. Yeah, I did. She she's going to school soon. This are is these two, two different people. people? 
two different people. I understand. See, I understand. You guys were talking about one thing. I was talking about. Bobby, did thing. you think it was one person? No, no, no. I I was under the impression that he had mentioned that there was a blogger, a woman, <sighs> and then also the 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 OnlyFans. So I, I was I Bobby, was thinking I, there was I, two people. Fair enough. That's Bobby my simple on the mind. Show. No, 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 no. Bobby, thank you for being on the show. I love. I you. said Absolutely. that's my simple mind. I admit it to my uh, mistake there, Ray. God, you got me so time, fucking time, fired time, up. Time you got me so goddamn trippy this week. You, I know. You, you fucking gas me up this week, Ray. You why? fucking jerk. You're just such why? a jerk. You're just such well, a yeah. nimkampoop jerk. Little dillweed. Such a fucking dillweed. I like that word. Thank you. Welcome. You can use that later. Thank you. Using the text <laughs> chain on me, though, I'm going to be gassed up again. <laughs> uh, speaking of gassed up, what do you say we start the show? Get it? Uh, it's my sports show. We do, uh, do 